hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. Oh, I'm super excited to talk to you today about this topic of secrets to keeping a tidy house with less stress. It feels like there's always so many things, especially in a family of five like us. There's always stuff everywhere and it's hard to keep the house clean as a family. I'm always finding stuff everywhere. I'm finding books on the counters and on the stairs, toys strewn about, stuffed animals. Not as many. They usually live in their room, but sometimes they're strewn about. Books about Minecraft, swords, games that are left out that they're doing, puzzles that are left out, blankets that are not put away that are strewn about, especially clothes, right? Like socks, a jacket, a sweatshirt that didn't get put on or somebody decided they didn't want it. So it's like on the floor in the middle of the living room. Yeah, definitely socks. Socks are everywhere. I swear. I'm always telling them either change your socks because my one boy sweats all the time. And so we're always like, okay, if your socks are sweaty, go ahead and change them. And then (laughs) the dirty socks end up like random places or get thrown at a sibling and then end up on the floor and you find a dirty sock or a Band-Aid or all kinds of crazy stuff. So it's constantly clean up and you feel overwhelmed, at least I do. But there are some secrets we're going to talk about today to keeping a tidy house. And this will give you far less stress and keep your mind clear and a little less anxious. I know keeping a tidy house has definitely saved me time, energy, and mental stress and anxiety. Sometimes people will just come over like a neighbor or maybe you have a friend drop by or somebody just wanders in or you have a kid from across the street or a neighbor kid or somebody stops by or all kinds of people wander in at different times. And so it's been really encouraging (laughs) and less stress to have my house generally picked up. So it's usually 90% of the time tidied up. So I don't feel overwhelmed or stressed when somebody's like, hey, can I come over? Or hey, I have this thing to bring you or I'd like to see your backyard or whatever it might be. So I feel a lot less anxious if somebody randomly comes to visit. I don't feel embarrassed or that I need to make excuses for stuff like, oh, we just got home from a trip or, oh, it's just been a busy week and that's why we have things everywhere. 
but I just feel less stressed, I guess, and anxious with having stuff everywhere. It just makes me feel like I have a lot of things to do. So keeping my house tidy really helps me mentally. I know there's many times when we underestimate just how much a cluttered space brings clutter into your mind and makes your brain work a lot harder because you have to just go through mentally everything. I don't know if it's just a girl thing or if guys have that too. My husband can just leave stuff all over the place and doesn't care. But I find that if I have stuff everywhere and it's not in the place it's supposed to go or it's just strewn about, it makes me more anxious because I think about all these things I have to do and my mind looks at all that stuff and says, okay, why is there a jacket there? What is the jacket for? Do I need to clean it? Do I need to put it away? And so looking at more and more to-do items makes me overwhelmed. So I don't know, that might happen for you or might not, but I definitely find that my brain has to work harder and I just don't have the capacity to have stuff everywhere. So here are a few helpful secrets that I have found to keep our house tidy, to keep myself sane and (laughs) to live in a beautiful space. Number one, clean as you go. So this means don't leave a train of mess throughout the house and definitely at the end of the day, clean up. It gets way too overwhelming and it grows if you just leave it. So like Saturday mornings, my kids and my husband love to hang out in our living room and they'll pull out toys and games and blankets and everything else, make forts or watch football. And then they usually make like a big breakfast sometimes or waffle cakes or pancakes that basically is just a giant dessert. It's like a waffle or a pancake my husband makes. Um, then the kids decorate it with sprinkles and chocolate chips and syrup. And so it's just like a big sugar bomb. And then he wonders why they crash in the afternoon. But that's beside the point. Anyways, they like to get everything out and it's super busy. But I know that we're just going to be hanging out in the living room. They're going to be relaxing during most of the morning. And then mid morning, maybe when they get super jumpy and after the sugar is kicked in, It's definitely time to go outside. So I have everybody, okay, let's do a reset. Let's clean up the living room. Let's clean up the kitchen and everybody head outside. So it just feels a bit more manageable and it is really helpful to just clean up as we go, especially if I know that the kids aren't gonna be in that area again, whether it be in the morning, maybe they were playing in the living room and then they're going off to school. So they're not gonna play with whatever it was for another like six hours and by the time they come back they may not want to play in the living room with the same stuff that they were playing so I always encourage them to nope go ahead let's clean up this space and then you can go on to whatever is next and yeah sometimes you don't have time to do that but it's super helpful if you can clean as you go number two everything needs to have a place a home, some spot where it lives, where you can find it again. This includes like artwork for the kids. I know artwork is a whole different ball game. I should do an episode on that at one point, but the artwork that they bring home, I tend to put up. We have a little artwork spot where you can clip 
artwork on and it's just this sign that hangs on the wall and so I just clip all their artwork on there and then when it gets too much I take it all down go through it toss out some stuff keep some stuff so I know that if they have artwork that comes home in their backpack that that goes on the artwork thing I don't have to think about where it goes. It doesn't have to live on the counter for the next week. It doesn't have to live on the refrigerator. It just goes straight to where all artwork lives. Or other little (laughs) random things. We have a miscellaneous drawer in the kitchen like most people do. And so a lot of things just get piled in there. But for the most part, we really try to think about if I was looking for this object whether it be blue painters tape or whether it be scissors or keys or whatever it is where would I look for this object and so that's where we tend to put whatever it is taxes papers files wherever I would look for this thing that's where I typically put it and save it there and if I can't find a spot let's say for this weird item it goes in the miscellaneous drawer so that we just kind of know that's where all things end up if they don't have a home. And number three kind of goes with that. Take time to declutter and toss out on a regular basis. So regularly go through a drawer or a cabinet. Don't take everything out of the kitchen and then just be overwhelmed with trying to put it all back. Take a small space, time block, 15 minutes, 20 minutes to just go through this one small space. One thing I really love doing is to go through the miscellaneous drawer, which as I mentioned, everything gets stuck in and sometimes it's overflowing and you can tell it like gets up to the top where then it's hard to close, you know, and you're not sure what's in there. Some things maybe are done with, some things you still need. And so I love to go through that drawer while we're all hanging out in the kitchen and living room, maybe while we're watching football. And so I just save it as that time I will declutter a drawer or maybe a cabinet or something else in the kitchen while we're already there hanging out watching football. So I try to save those times when I can just hang out there and I'm already in that space. So number one was clean up as you go, if you're taking notes. Number two is everything needs to have a place and a home. Number three is take time to declutter, toss things out, definitely on a regular basis. We always get more stuff, right? Number four is outsourcing. Teach your kids and your husband to clean up after themselves. This kind of goes along with number one, cleaning as you go, but definitely outsource. Have them help, have them put things away. This is probably the hardest one for me because I just tend to put things away myself, but I definitely need to teach them to clean up after themselves. And it drives me crazy if I'm the only one putting things away. One time I kind of lost it and was like, I put everything away here. Why doesn't anybody else put stuff away? And so then I noticed they, after that, were far better at picking things up after themselves. But it shouldn't really be an explosion to have that happen and start. <laughs> so my goal for you would be to encourage your kiddos and your husband to let's take a couple minutes and put everything away here and then go do the next thing. 
and they know where things go. It's just they don't want to do it. So take a moment to encourage them and just to help them not be overwhelmed. I know our kids are always whining and fussing, so they should be sweet little angels like I'm sure your kids are, right? So (laughs) we often say, okay, five minutes, five minutes, we're going to take, we're going to clean it up and then you can go do this thing. And it works much better if it's just super quick. So definitely have your husband and your kids work on cleaning up after themselves and you will be so much happier. Number five, keep surfaces clean. So a lot of times things just get dumped onto the kitchen counter instead of putting things away. If you have a kitchen island or maybe you have a counter in the kitchen or a piece of furniture as you walk in the door, kind of an entrance piece, all kinds of stuff gets dumped there, right? Mail, keys, projects that come home, stuff from the kids' backpacks, things that you need to do, things your husband might need to do, things that need to go elsewhere, things that are errands, all kinds of stuff just gets dumped onto the counter or an island. And I work really hard to keep all those surfaces clean. I constantly am either putting things away or putting things back or cleaning up the surfaces or wiping things down or moving things or just trying to keep things neat and picked up. But definitely the kitchen counter is the hardest because everything just gets dumped. I generally have to remind my husband about this. Like we had a pile of stuff that was sitting out that needed to be glued because it was broken. And so it sat on the kitchen counter for like a week and a half maybe. And I couldn't stand it. So I was like, can you please tonight just glue these things, either glue them or we're throwing them away. I'm done with them. (laughs) So just reminding him that like, this is bothering me. Can you either fix it or maybe we put it in the garage and I don't see it or maybe we throw it in the garbage, but something has to happen to this thing. In the office where we have a majority of our junk and papers and everything else like that, my husband has a box that I have created or stolen or taken from the UPS man and just a regular box. And I filled it up with all the stuff that he keeps lying around. So like papers that he gets that he has to do something with batteries, all kinds of cables and electronic stuff. He takes care of all the computers and everything like that. So if there's something electronic and computer issue related, it goes in his box. And so then it helps me feel a little bit more cleaned up because all the junk is thrown into one box that is easily movable. And I know that, okay, at some point he will get to his box and clean it out. But these are all of his things that he has to deal with. But it gives me a little less stress having it instead of everywhere, it's in his box. So that has helped a bit (laughs) on keeping the surfaces clean. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you 
connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number six, be okay with small messes on purpose. This is a hard one. So like I said, I know my husband is going to get to that box of stuff that he has. Maybe it's over Christmas break that he'll get to it. Maybe it's over a weekend where he has a little bit more time. But I know that this is his to-do pile and his to-do box. So I don't need to work on it. Where there's other things and piles around the house, which are my to-do items, which I haven't gotten to yet. There's toiletries that we have all over our master bathroom that I need to go through and figure out and organize. I have not had time, so it's been sitting on the counter for a couple weeks and is driving me insane. Sometimes there's other piles of stuff, whether that be giving things to certain people that is saved in a particular spot or remembering to do this or that or just a pile of things you have to do something with. But knowing that, okay, I can't work on this right now, but on Tuesday morning, I'm going to work on this or Thursday night when the kids are getting ready for bed or whatever your set time, setting a time in the future where you know you're going to work on it, I think takes a little bit of stress away. Although every time I see it, (laughs) a pile of stuff I need to do stuff with, it makes my anxiety go a little bit up, like more stuff to do. So be okay with messes with a purpose, meaning they have a time frame. They are going to get done at some point, just not right this minute. Number seven, have an organized system. So this is pertaining to like errands that you have to do. I have hooks in the garage where I keep bags for every errand. And so I hook them up in the garage and then I don't have to worry about them. I don't have to look at them when I'm going to go run errands. I know like, okay, I'm going to run to Costco. Do I have anything I need to return? So then I look at the bags up there and say, oh, okay, I have this to return. If my husband is going to go to Home Depot, I know we need to recycle some of our light bulbs. And so I have a whole bag of light bulbs that need to be recycled. So when he goes, he needs to take the bag, those kind of things. So I don't have to think about where those live. They all live in the garage on the hooks. I don't have to look at them all the time because I know they don't need to be dealt with. I can just put them there and that's the system. And definitely if you do run errands, put them in your car either the night before or sometime soon so you don't forget them. Also put them in the front seat. Don't put stuff that you need to run errands in the back seat because you'll forget and then you'll get home and you'll be like, oh no, I went to Costco and I forgot to return this or I went here and I forgot to return this. So just a little bit of a bonus word of advice. But yes, have things in an organized system. As I said, errand bags. We keep all the kids' shoes in the garage. That way we don't have a shoe pile in the house that's all over the place. My husband and I keep our shoes in our master bedroom closet, so that works fine. But for our kids, their shoes are in the garage because they're usually grimy and gross. And so it just works better. And then we don't have a giant pile of shoes in front of the front door or the door in and out of the garage. Number eight. Kids extra stuff. 
Oh my goodness, this is everywhere. Jackets and blankets and socks and books and toys and water bottles are literally littered all over the place. So for our kids, backpacks and kind of schoolwork, we have one place in the kitchen right before you go out the door into the garage. And so right there is where all their backpacks live during the week. They have all their school stuff in them. They're ready to go. Once they finish their homework, it goes directly in their backpack. And then in the morning, they come down, they make sure their backpack's all packed, and then it goes into the car. So we have that one designated spot that they know backpacks go here during the week. And then once we're on a break or on a weekend or we don't have anything, backpacks get checked. Everything's ready to go. They're all cleaned out. We zip them up and then we hang them on hooks in the garage near the shoe pile. And so that way it's kind of like, okay, we're all done with this. We don't need to stress about this. It doesn't take up any more room on the floor and look like a mess. So we go and hang up our backpacks in the garage. Now I've often thought about my neighbor does this. She has a really beautiful spot where she has hooks and they've hooked all their backpacks and like hang them up during the week. And I've thought about that, but my daughter's backpack is so heavy with books and other things that I'm afraid it would rip that hook right out of the wall. So for now, all the backpacks live on the floor in the kitchen in one specific spot before they need to go back into the garage. But all the kids stuff is super crazy, right? So if you have like a sports bag, same thing. Maybe you hang it in the garage on a hook. So it's always ready to just grab when you head out the door. Maybe it stays next to your kid's backpack so that they remember to take it to school and it's right there with everything. Maybe once it's all ready to go, it lives in the car so that you never forget it. And it's always in the car. You have to figure out what kind of system works best for you, but Everything just generally needs to have a place and needs to have a place where you will pass by it or where it's ready to go when it needs to. For us, another big thing is library books. Our kids read a lot of books. And so sometimes it's crazy keeping track of like 100 plus library books. So we have designated a specific spot. Upstairs, we have like a big armoire and then next to it we have big box and once again another cardboard box and that is filled with all the books preferably nice and neat keeping the spine up because sometimes they get smashed and they're not our books so we got to be careful but all the books the library books live there so they get taken out or maybe borrowed but that's their home so whenever the kids are done with a specific library book that's where they live. So then when it's time to round up all the books, count them and take them to the library, we know 99 to 100% of the books should be in this box. And if they aren't, then we have to go search usually for one or two books that have not made it in there. But it keeps all the books in one spot. It also keeps them separated from books that they bring home from the library, from school, and those don't go to our city library, they go back to the school. So we have to keep those separate. Or sometimes books that are ours 
that sometimes get into the bucket. So we try to keep the books separated and in their own place. That helps out so much. So definitely for the kids, it's always handy to have special spots where you keep all the kids stuff, whatever it might be, backpacks, school stuff, sports stuff, books, etc. All right, so we had number one, clean up as you go. Number two, everything needs a place and a home. Number three, take time to declutter and toss out on a regular basis. Don't just do it once because stuff grows. Number four, outsource. Teach your kids and your husband to clean up after themselves. Number five is to keep surfaces clean. Number six, be okay with small messes with a timeline. Number seven, have an organized system for errands or that you have maybe shoes in the garage or something that keeps things a little bit extra picked up and clean for you. Number eight is make sure that there is a system for the kids, extra stuff and a place where that lives because that might be a little bit different than other things. Number nine is to set aside time in your day to tidy up. So I take about 15 minutes. I race home from the gym in the morning and take a quick shower. Sometimes I have five to 10 minutes to tidy up after my shower before I have to take my boys to school, but sometimes I don't. So it just depends on where I'm going. Sometimes I'm going to be gone after I take them. I'm going somewhere else. And in that sense, I try to fit in just five minutes of tidying up. But if I can't, it's okay. And then usually after I drop them off, come back home, and then I'm getting settled to jump into my workspace and have some breakfast, do a devotional, and that kind of thing. I take just five to 10 minutes and maybe pop in some music to my earbuds or maybe a podcast episode, wink, wink. And then tidy up for about 15 minutes. I just clean up things around our house upstairs that has been disheveled or destroyed or moved around while the chaos was happening and trying to get out the door into school. So I know that I'm going to take about 10, 15 minutes to just tidy up, finish making beds, open windows, turn off lights, make sure things are closed or make sure things are put away just pick up a little and take a deep breath and then that helps me reset like okay the upstairs is all good to go and then I'm working downstairs I might clean up the kitchen although the kids have been really good about cleaning up the kitchen after they eat breakfast in the morning but sometimes I'll make some breakfast like oatmeal or something and I'll take that time while it's cooking in the microwave to put away all the dishes from last night that it might be dry or wipe down the counters or clean up those type of things. I've put in time in my day, just that 15 minutes in the morning to tidy up. And then again, probably the house day is pretty clean because it's just my husband and I who are working during the day. If the kids are at school, when the kids come back from school, they dump everything in the kitchen. So we take time to go through backpacks and then clean up kind of after that when it's time for dinner, clean up everything there. And then once it's time for bedtime and bath time and roll on upstairs, 
they all go upstairs and I finish cleaning up the kitchen, making sure the living room and other rooms downstairs are all clean and then take everything up. All the laundry that's dirty comes up, all that kind of stuff. So then I feel like I've tidied as I go. So all the downstairs then is clean. We come upstairs, kids take showers, and then I work on making sure everything is cleaned up upstairs and picked up and that their clothes are set out for the night before. They've done a good job of bringing all their laundry and if it's trash night, helping with trash. So we make sure everything's picked up upstairs then before they go to bed. And so then when we go to bed, my husband and I, we feel like, okay, the downstairs is all cleaned up. The living room is cleaned up. The upstairs is cleaned up. So when we wake up, we don't have a giant mess that just grows upon itself. So it's just huge. It makes me feel bright and cheery the next morning, not seeing a ton of stuff out and just brightens my day, helps me like to just jump on in versus (laughs) being like, ah, what is all this stuff that we left the night before? So that definitely helps bring me peace and less anxiety, less stress in my morning. And that's how we do it. But just build in, maybe at the end of the day, you tidy up and so your house is all ready to go the next morning. And your kids can definitely help you. They can take toys back upstairs. They know where the laundry is. They can clean up after themselves. So I definitely encourage you to figure out kind of your tidy schedule when you want to clean up, when things make sense with your structure and how you move through your day. Number 10 is leave what mess you can outside. This includes toys that are jumpy or bubbles or glitter or glue or sand or dirt or crafts or things that drip, (laughs) any kind of project that is crazy. All these things I have live in the garage. (laughs) So if it drips glitter, it just lives in the garage and nobody cares. If it (laughs) drips glue, if it's like falling apart, all that stuff goes into the garage. If we have wet shoes, those live in the garage, all those kind of things. And We just recently had an impromptu water balloon fight this last weekend. My boys were in the garage playing, of course, and found a big bucket of stuff that is for summer. So in it is all kinds of squirt guns and other like squirty things. And they also found a ton of water balloons. And so they grabbed out buckets and they made water balloons. And we had this big water balloon fight on Saturday. And then it was super cold the rest of the week. (laughs) So I'm glad we did it Saturday midday in the middle of the day when it was sunny because later in the week it was cold. But needless to say, move everything into the garage and maybe your kids will find it. Maybe they won't. But all the mess that you can keep outside in the garage. This list may feel a bit overwhelming at first, but if you just take one or two of these secret tips, I know your house and your family and you will be better. 
you will find that it's easier to go through your day. It's easier to move through your day and enjoy more parts of it. Waking up to a clean house where everything is in order is just magical. Knowing that your kids can clean up after themselves, having them help you with chores and things around the house and tidying up is just huge. So I know that if you pick just one of these fun little secrets that you will be better and enjoy your day a bit more. So now, as always, go and have an amazing, busy, vibrant day and leave a review if possible. I love reading all of your reviews and just knowing that this show is bringing life and love and just words of encouragement to you. That would be my goal. So thank you so much for leaving reviews and subscribing. Come on over to our Facebook. We would love to hang out. All right. Have an amazing day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review. Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!